139. Psalms 139. I forgot to mention, but this morning I talked to you about uh, the fact that we're, our, our uh, boot camp is coming up. This is for teenagers. Amen. And so we have this in the summertime, and so we are already uh, starting off raising money, fundraising. Uh, put your kids to work. Do whatever it takes, but send your teenagers to boot camp. Amen. And so it's for an entire week. And they go out there, amen, to boot camp, and uh, they uh, uh, enjoy the water slides, horseback riding, arts and crafts, uh, and uh, canoeing, all that stuff. And they have a good old time, and they minister to them as well. But it's $300 a kid, and that is housing them for a week, feeding them three meals a week for the week, and uh, all that, and three meals for for the entire week. (laughs) Three meals a day for a week. And so... uh, uh, (laughs) My mijo, you know, I know they're going to be well taken care of. And uh, praise the Lord, Amen. So if you have a teenager, you want to send them. Uh, all that is coming right up very, very quickly. And so keep all that, Amen, in mind. Glory to God. Psalms one thirty nine in the Word of God. There's a, a thing known, Amen, as uh, body shaming. And I'm not taking off my jacket, so y'all can shame me, Amen. Uh, but uh, it's known as a form of bullying, they said, where someone is judged based on the way that they look. Typically, a person is body shamed by being overweight or underweight or by not fitting with society's expectation of being thin and beautiful. I want to talk to you about your body tonight your physical body. We've been talking a lot about rejection and the work that it does within, the damage that it does inside to our human personality, the way it affects our attitude, the roots of shame and rebellion and things like that, reactions that we can have. But, amen, I want to tell you many times people are rejected because of their body. And I want to give you some truth of what the Bible has to say about your body. I believe we pay too much attention to what the world says about our bodies. And we need to pay more attention about what God has to say about our bodies. Psalms 139, beginning in verse 13, the Bible says this. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they were written, the days fashioned for me. When as yet there were none of them, how precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. And when I awake, I am still with you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come against a lying spirit. I come against a tormenting spirit. I come against, God, every strategy, God, that has tormented your people for years. I pray set people free tonight from a spirit of rejection that assaults their physical stature. Father, I pray may truth 
prevail tonight. And may you give your children the revelation and understanding of how fearfully and wonderfully they've been made. All this I ask you, Lord, in Jesus' precious name, all of God's people said, amen and amen. I want to first talk to you tonight about rejection and body image. You know, the idols of our society are beauty and the body. The constant message that you and I have been given is that our worth is, amen, value based on how we look or the type of body that we have. Many times this is communicated to us by way of advertisements, whether that is, amen, on the computer or TV or however, amen, you bring in your information into your life. It is often, amen, that we will see people that are completely perfect. They have nothing wrong with them. And amen, we have to ask ourselves, how often do you see ugly people advertising beauty products? I say never. And advertisements will put out there that unless, amen, you look a certain way, uh, that you will not be socially acceptable, you will not be considered beautiful, amen, uh, you will be looked at as ugly or inferior because you, amen, do not look a certain way. And so advertisements, amen, are very good uh, at shaming people. There's another way, amen, this comes uh, to you and I, and that is subliminal. That there are subliminal messages. They will put a, 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 a young woman who is uh, uh, beautiful and perfect and they will uh, lay her across a car and they'll say, unless you look like this, uh, then you'll never uh, I'll be able to own a car like this. Or, gentlemen, if you own a car like this, uh, then you will get girls like that. Uh, and I'll tell you what, both are untrue. Amen. Uh, that all you get when you buy a car like that is a higher, amen, monthly bill. Rejection, if we're honest, is often focused on our bodies. Someone told us that we were not acceptable based, amen, on our bodies or based on how we looked. That you are too short or too tall. That you are too fat or too skinny. That, amen, it's because you have glasses on or you have braces or there's something wrong with your hair. You have a funny nose or crooked teeth. Whatever it is, amen, growing up, someone said you are not acceptable because of how you look. And someone rejected you, amen, simply based on your body. And the power of that is, is that we can take in these constant messages about beauty and bodies that are given to us by way of advertisements, movies, TV, and social media, and have a completely wrong, amen, or incorrect outlook on how you and I have been made by our living God. I can tell you this, amen, I believe many advertisements are inspired by hell because they're deliberately making people feel inferior. That unless you buy this, you will not be beautiful. That there are movies that have nothing but perfect people in them for a reason. Uh, uh, they make people feel that, wow, you know, I don't look anything like her. Or I don't look anything like him. So therefore, there must be something wrong with me. But let's understand, these people that look like that uh, have a whole team of people trying to help them to look like that. And all you have is you and your little makeup bag. Amen. Uh, Social media is very destructive. Hear me tonight. What does social media do? 
Social media is based on comparison. There you are. You go and you look and you see somebody. Well, they're, they're prettier than me. Or I, I don't look nothing like them. Look at how perfect they look. And, and you can have so much destructive uh, things take place about you and how you look at yourself uh, because you're too busy comparing yourself uh, with, quote, unquote, the perfect people in the world. And the lie that comes out of all of this is that our worth is based on our look solely. That what we have, amen, is only based because of how our bodies are. If I look like that, then I will be valuable. If I look like that, people would love me. If I look like this, people will accept me. And the lie is, is that because you don't look anything like that, you are unacceptable. You are not of value. Nobody loves or cares about somebody like you. You need to look like this or else you will be rejected, amen, by society. And the thought that comes is that your worth is basically based on looks. The standard of beauty changes through the years. Did you know that? I've been around for 43 years. Ooh, that sounds old, right? It's all right. I still feel like I'm 20. Glory to God. Amen. I'll move this right now. Just kidding. But, you know, back in the Middle Ages, if you looked at women back then, you know, the nice way to put it is, man, that's a full-figured woman. But a full-figured woman then, now, would be considered fat. But back then, that was beautiful. Like, look at this full-figured woman. Got some meat on the bone. Glory to God. Amen. But you take that woman now, and, oh, they're fat. And, and I, I bring that up because, listen to me, beauty or the standards of beauty change throughout the years. And so what I'm trying to say is that you can't get wrapped up on I have to look like this because, listen to me, that will change. Come 10, 20 years, you, you work so hard to look a certain way and all it's going to do is change. All it's going to do is be different. All, amen, it's going to do is uh, turn into something else. If, amen, I remember back uh, uh, several years, and not to be vulgar or anything, but just to be honest tonight, uh, is that people, amen's worth uh, was based on bra size. Everybody, amen, was going in uh, and getting, amen, these women, uh, getting, amen, things done. Uh, because if they were small, quote, unquote, small, then they weren't attracted enough. And so the whole thing was, I need to be bigger. I need to be more out there. I need to look a certain way. Well, now that has changed. Now, unless you have two hams behind you uh, and you look like some horse walking down the street, uh, then you're not considered attractive. And uh, what's next? And so you have all these people and, and getting surgeries done and doing all this stuff to look a certain way. But listen to me. They're going to come to a place uh, 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road. Uh, and they say, man, I was stupid to do this to myself. Uh, and this is not even in anymore. The fact that worth is based on something that will not last. Where beautiful people won't always Look like that. There's a thing called gravity, you know. Your body, your looks are not an accurate indicator of your worth. 
you need, to, you need to listen to me because some of you really battle this. Your looks, your body are not an accurate indicator of your worth. Proverbs eleven twenty two, a beautiful woman who lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. Don't you love the Bible, how it puts things? He says, listen, you can get married to a woman, and she looks fine, beautiful, hot tamale, whew, but she has no discretion. And he says, you know what? That beauty's not going to last. But that anger that she has and that mouth that she has, uh, 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 that's going to last her entire life. And so he's saying, listen to me, be smart. Don't go based just on beauty. He said, because you can be beautiful, but that means absolutely nothing. That there is something far deeper. So, every person has what is known as a body image. Now, the definition of body image is you have a mental view and you hold that view concerning your own appearance. Okay? Now, most of us focus on the flaws. Right? We have in our bodies, in our, our, our looks, we look in the mirror, and what do you do? You immediately look at the flaws. You zero in, right, on the tiger stripes, the stretch marks. Uh, you look at the little scars, uh, and uh, oh, my nose is slightly crooked here, and my lip, and this, and, and you look uh, at all the flaws. Some of you hate looking at a mirror. Some of you hate taking photos. Because when you look at the photo, all you see is the flaws. You see how things aren't right, the eyes, the hair, the nose. You have a body image of yourself. It's been said that there are billions of dollars that are spent on fitness. And it's not for health reasons, but it's for looks. That people are spending large amounts of money not to be fit or to be healthy, but just to simply strive and somehow obtain something that's unattainable, and that is the ideal, perfect look. Billions of people, or uh, billions of dollars are spent each year on looks when it comes to cosmetic surgery. Back in 2019, Americans spent $16.5 billion on cosmetic surgery. That unless I have duck lips, right? You've seen these weird ladies. Uh, uh, I got I to gotta get bigger lips or my eyes aren't right or something with my skin or my tummy. I got I to gotta get a tummy tuck. I got to do something uh, to my brain. Even men, uh, have, there's surgeries that you can have a, a uh, 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 implants, peck implants. Dear God, help us. Amen. Uh, or calf implants. Uh, why in the world would you want calf implants? Amen. It's not like you could show off your cat calves at church or something. Uh, and uh, you wanna? Uh, I, I just need a. Uh, I, I want to look a, a certain way. I, my, I got chicken legs. I got look, and I need some calves. You know, and I, I need a. I need to look a certain way. 
I know this is mostly a woman issue when we talk about looks, but men are the same way. That's why there's men spending all this money. You know, men are probably the only ones that can have their gut hanging out and a stain in their shirt and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I still got it, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know if women can get a beer belly like men, but anyways, uh, understand, this is demonic. Demon spirits that tell people you are not acceptable, that lie to God's people, that say, you know what, you're unacceptable, you, you don't make the cut, you're ugly, you're flawed, you're damaged, you don't, you don't fit the criteria here. And this rejection that comes based solely on your body. 1 John 4.18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. And what he's talking about is this constant fear that you're not going to be accepted because of how you look. Because there's something wrong. Something not right. So let's talk secondly at the damage that comes from a negative body image. People who have not dealt with the rejection wind up rejecting themselves. That's the issue when we talk about this. And it's not just the fact that the world rejects you or people reject you. Your classmates reject you. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 those who are supposed to love you are rejecting you uh, because you're not looking, amen, up to par to them. Uh, but the reality is, is that when you go uh, through life not dealing with this rejection, you wind up rejecting yourself. And the destructive nature is that we often speak against our own bodies. We'll say things like, I hate my legs. I hate how I look. I hate my body. I don't like my lips. I don't like the fact that my nose is shaped this way. And we begin to speak things against our very own bodies. And we will go to incredible lengths to try and change these looks. Fitness, surgery, all kinds of things. But the mistake is if I could just fix this or if I could adjust to that, then I would be acceptable. What a lie from hell. All the while speaking evil things about your own body to yourself. There's a young lady in our fellowship over in Australia. She was suffering, amen, from anorexia. She would not eat, and when she would eat, she would purge herself. She would look in the mirror, and all she saw when she looked in the mirror was someone who was fat and overweight. And yet all she was was skin and bones. But when she looked in the mirror, she was fat and overweight. And so her family uh, takes her. They do an intervention. She's getting worse. And when they sit down with her, she agrees, okay, I need help. Uh, I understand. But uh, here she is, just skin and bones. But she says, well, uh, let me just first get this surgery because uh, obviously me not eating and purging myself, I can't get my hips to go any lower. And so I found out it's my bone structure. So I'm talking to a surgeon right now so we can shave some of the bone off uh, so I can get my hips uh, just a little. She's skin and bones. But the lie is you're fat, you're ugly, you're unacceptable, you're not good enough. Completely dominated in her mind. 
Your body image comes from the inside. It doesn't come from the outside. Nothing on the outside can fix that. And when you have a negative body image, it causes destruction. One of those ways is that a negative body image can make you unhappy. It's the trap of comparison that I made. They're thinner. She's prettier. They're more fit than I. They're better looking. They got better hair. They got a better body. They're tall. They're fit. They're athletic. And you are constantly unhappy because, amen, there's always somebody else that looks better than you. And the problem with having a negative body image is that it makes you happy and it's destructive because you are constantly comparing yourself. And when people jump on social media, it causes unhappiness, depression, and you're reading, for God's sakes, our teenagers are committing suicide simply because they're being body shamed because they're not, amen, up to par. Second thing is that negative body image affects relationships. When you have a negative body image, we pull away from others, don't we? We think they wouldn't like someone like me. They won't accept someone who looks like me. We won't give ourselves to others. And we don't do that because they're going to see my flaws. And if they see how I really look then they'll reject me. This happens, amen, many times in marriages. Spouses, amen, that women who withhold themselves from their husbands, men who make the stupid mistake to criticize their wives. Well, you know, I didn't know your legs were uh, look like that. Or uh, are you not going to get back down to how you were before you had a kid? And uh, when we, you know, when we were dating and you can, you can be just, and, and people are like, you know what? Uh, I'll withdraw. Find someone else. Third thing is negative body images makes you vulnerable, doesn't it? That if you have such a horrible outlook about yourself, all the devil has to do is send somebody to you. You feel ugly. You feel ashamed. You have this negative body image about yourself. And it doesn't take much for somebody. And it doesn't even matter who they are. It doesn't even matter who they are. All they have to say is, man, oh, you know, I think you're handsome. I think you're, you're pretty. I think you're this or that or the other. And next thing you know, oh, really? And there you are giving yourself to anybody and anything. And the devil, man, he got you. Because you think so horribly about yourself. Hey, man, man I think you're, well, I don't think, I don't look at like, I don't know, I don't, I don't think like that about myself. Well, man, well, you got everything that I've been looking for. Proverbs 7.21, listen to this. With her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips, she forced him. So here's a guy who felt, you know, he was a fuifito. And he didn't feel like, you know, he was uh, 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 Don Juan de Marco or whatever. Uh, he didn't feel like he was Rico Suave. And uh, all of a sudden, this girl is like, man, uh, come over here. Uh, you hunk. Well, I felt I felt like a like a chunk. No, you you're a hunk. You know, 
and come over here, big boy, and uh, and, and and just an entrapment, and all because of words, all because you had a negative body image of yourself. Fourth thing is a negative body image can actually make you sick. The prophetess Naomi Judd, I'm just kidding, amen, she's a country singer. She said this, and it's so true though. She said, your body hears everything your mind says. There's scientific proof of that. Your body hears everything your mind says. They say our words affect our body on a secular level. That the things that we say, our cells are responding to that. And when you're there and I'm ugly and I'm fat and I hate this and I don't like that. And you're saying this, that our cells are adjusting to that. And we're literally becoming the things that we're saying. You know, spiritually, it affects us as well. Did you know that God hears your words? He hears us when we say, God, heal my body. He heals us. Do you think that he doesn't hear the bad things you say about your body? He hears and affects us spiritually. I need to close. And I feel God wants to help us. I want to talk to you lastly about being wonderfully made. Psalms 139 gives us the truth about our bodies. That is, God was involved in your creation. Did you hear me tonight? God was involved when you were created. Now, the lie is, all you are was a mistake. You were an accident. You were a a one-night fling. You're an inconvenience. You are the result, amen, of a bad decision. That's the lie, that somehow God had no part to play in creating you. You're just, amen, the result of bad decisions on a night, amen, where people were making all kinds of bad decisions. That that you're just the result of that. That's the lie. That's all you are. And somehow God has excluded himself from it. Well, Psalms 139.13 tells us this. You were formed, my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. And here's the psalmist saying, you know what, God? You were there. You formed me. Your very hands fashioned me. The word used there, covered, literally means to knit or to weave. And anybody who's into knitting and weaving understands that when you're going about to start, that you have a plan, you have a vision, you have a pattern of what you want to make. In other words, there's a plan. And God says, I understand. I have a vision of what I want to make. I have a plan of who I want to make. And then he gets to work to forming that person. God says this about you. Your body is wonderful. Psalms 139.14. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well that you and I are extraordinary, that we are awesome. Did you know, amen, that when you take a look at how the body works, you would be amazed to find, amen, the perfect work, the extraordinary, marvelous works of our God and what He has done. For instance, amen, our body regulates temperature. 
that we could go outside. And you know, South Texas, you go outside, it's 30 in the morning. Uh, you go outside in the afternoon, it's 70. That the, the, no matter what temperatures outside, our body, amen, will regulate itself. Uh, and it will be, uh, nurses can correct me afterwards, like 96 to 98 uh, degrees around there. Uh, and that it would regulate constantly to maintain temperature. That he says, you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. That there are things about you and I and our opinion about ourselves many times is based on the lies of the world and not the truth of, amen, God's word. Marvelous are your works. Which works? Our bodies is what he's talking about. Third thing is, is that God has plans for your life that include your body. Did you know that? That because we are fearfully and wonderfully made, thank God for what God has done. He has touched your heart. He has given you dreams, visions, calling, aspirations. But listen, none of that can come, amen, to play if your body's not there with you. It includes your body. Your worth and value has nothing to do with your looks or your body, but the fact that God has formed you. As a whole person, Psalms 139, 17, how precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. God is thinking about you. Did you know that? He is thinking good thoughts about you and I. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. What we're getting to is this. Listen to me tonight. You are loved. Regardless of how you look or what your body is like, you are loved. God formed you and he made you, amen, extraordinary and marvelous. And don't believe the lie. That you've been embracing all these years, uh, that the world has spoken to you, that people have said to you, uh, that you have embraced and you've been saying those damaging words about yourself for years. Uh, God loves you regardless of how you look or what your body is like. Uh, and he made you a man uh, and he wants you to know the truth. So how should we react to this? In light of this truth, we need to, first of all, repent for rejecting our body that God created. I believe the right thing to say is, Lord, I'm sorry for rejecting what you say is wonderful and beautiful. For rejecting, amen, and saying that my body is not acceptable. God, I'm sorry because that is not true. That I am more than acceptable. I am loved. You created me. And God, for years, uh, I've been talking down to the body that you made. I've been saying these damaging things to the very thing you've given me. Secondly, we need to take authority over the tormenting spirits that lie about your body and your worth. Luke 9, 1, Jesus called the 12 apostles together and gave them power and authority over all demons and the ability to heal sicknesses. That you and I have the authority to say, you know what? You lying spirit. I'm not going to believe you anymore. 
I cast you out. You're not going to lie to me no more about how I look, about the body that I have. Uh, I'm not going to be fixated and rejected, amen, solely because I've been looking at my body the wrong way. I choose to embrace truth, uh, and amen, I'm coming against uh, these tormenting spirits uh, that have been damaging me all these years. Lastly, we need to speak differently about our bodies. Stay with me. I know you're tired, you're 30 years old, and you're, you're, you're weary. Proverbs 18, 21, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruits. I think you need to start speaking differently about yourself. Start being that guy with the beer belly and the stain on the shirt uh, and say, Bobby Chulo, man. Look in the mirror and say, you know what, God? Thank God for my body. I thank you for the strength that you give me, for the ability that you give me. I need to start saying what God says about your body. That's what you need to start saying. Man, I've been fearfully and wonderfully made. God, amen. Uh, yeah. I mean, just look at me, God. I'm just kidding. Amen. Uh, and, and you need to start speaking differently. I close with this. They say if you are an adult of average weight, well, there goes, amen, the story for me. Here's what you accomplish in 24 hours. Just listen to this. Your heart beats 103,689 times. In 24 hours, your blood travels 168 million miles. In 24 hours, you breathe 23,040 times. That includes your snoring. You inhale 438 cubic feet of air. You move 750 muscles. Your nails grow, some of your nails grow longer, but 0.00046 of an inch. Your hair grows 0.01714 of an inch. And you exercise 7 million brain cells. All that is happening in your body just in 24 hours. And God says you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't look at yourself and believe the lie. So fixated on the flaws. Instead of looking at what a marvelous work of God you are, say, look at what God has done. Amen. I'm a child of God. I've been fearfully, wonderfully made. I've been planned. He had a pattern. And I'm not going to be down on myself or believe what the world or other people say about me. God has wonderful thoughts about me, and I choose to believe them. Let's bow our heads. Let's close our eyes.